Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Let me read just a little bit from this Wall Street Journal piece to give you an idea of what's going on this week. You're going to roll your eyes. You're going to groan. You're going to groan. You're going to groan and roll. That's what you're going to do. Georgia has become ground zero for exhaustion over the legal, legal drama surrounding Donald Trump. The three indictments he has faced to date have boosted Trump's standing in national polls, but in Georgia, where Trump is expected to be indicted as soon as tomorrow around the whole 2020 election thing in Georgia... According to this in the Wall Street Journal, there are signs that voters have tired of the 2020 election replays and of Trump himself. I, I think this is all a stretch, but... Um, yeah, I would agree so far. In a shopping center in the Atlanta suburb of, of uh, uh, Peachtree City, they, they quote some Republicans who said, I've gotten tired of Okay, you, you quoted one person. The kind of Trump fatigue is pervasive in Georgia. Republican campaign strategists warn, especially among suburban independents and some disenchanted Republicans. Blah, 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 blah. I've seen lots of quotes from various people. There's no polling or any numbers. I I could see where Georgia would be unique in that um, the whole deal unfolded with the 2020 election and then the almost immediate runoff uh, for the Senate and then the election and how Trump badmouthed the Republican governor and secretary of state and turnout was really suppressed. And so they may be a little more raw than a lot of other states. I don't know. I'm reading this as just a, a Murdoch attempt to turn things around because uh, he is not a Trump guy. 
I, it should be against the law. We've we've had a couple of laws that we've laid out today around oh, uh, journalism. Like um, we thought it should be against the law to have misleading clickbait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you promise me. You know, five professions that'll blow your mind. I ought to be at least mildly surprised. Right. Or, or there ought to be five professions. The stewardess the, or the, the airline fired me from being too, for being too sexy. And then there's no picture of a sexy chick. Come on, that's misleading clickbait. Yeah, the headline in the New York Times was the world's happiest man gives us three secrets for happiness. And then he says specifically, there are no secrets and it's more than three. It's a lifetime of effort. They should lose their license to bait clicks. But to this Trump story, I wish it, I don't actually wish this, it should be against the law to build stories around quotes from social media or interview random people on the street. And that happens all the time, all the time. Uh, Both sides of politics drives me nuts. Voters sour on or uh, anger over Biden's comment on or backlash, backlash against Trump. Yeah. And you quote two people on Twitter to build yeah. a story around. That doesn't mean anything. Right. Anything. Right. It doesn't. I mean, it means nothing. Absolutely zero. Well, I have a, I have a subtly different feeling about this article because I happen to read it myself. And that is. I think it's legit that there are a lot of Republican voters who've had enough of Trump in Georgia, but that really doesn't extend anywhere else because it was all fairly localized. We all heard about it, but we didn't feel it like Georgians would have. Definitely. So, anyway. and, they, and they had two Republican senators that got tuned in, turned into two Democrat senators. So speaking of the Wall Street Journal, um, unless you do you have any, any more to say on that? I feel or? like I had another point. I don't remember what my other point was. The indictment comes down and Trump. Oh, yeah, here's the point. The The major thing that happened on Friday with the judge in the documents case who had the meeting on Friday and everybody's going to be reading the tea leaves for how she stated out plain flatly. The fact that you're running for president doesn't mean anything to me in this court proceedings. We're oh, going, really? Yeah. Oh, I missed that. We, wow. we, are, we, we, we do not make exceptions for this sort of thing. If, if, there is a, if something is going to happen on X date and you have something else, that's not my problem, is basically what she said. So she leans toward getting this happening as soon as possible. Doesn't mean that all the appeals and the having to get the various uh, uh, new witnesses up to speed or lawyers of security clearances, all those different things are going to happen in time for the trial, but... She's not going to, because there was some hope among, you know, Trump supporters or maybe supporters of what's right and good that the uh, trial would be pushed back past the election so as not to interfere. But at least in this case, that's that's not the aim of the judge. Well, and I don't guess the Georgia thing is going to be soaked with sympathy and cooperation. Uh, to Team Trump, uh, having read something about the indictments that are allegedly about to come out any minute. It's essentially a you... RICO statute thing about interfering with the, uh, people conspired to mess with the election, sneak into voting systems, intimidate officials. What is the best argument for not putting these trials after the election? Because you have him after the election. If he's If he's guilty of something, he'll still be found guilty. He's not above the law or getting away with anything. But if you have them during the election, there is an incentive out there going forward to get your opponent all tied up in legal stuff because he'll be in a courtroom and meeting with lawyers all the time. Show me the man. I'll bring you a crime. 
Yeah, I see your point. It, this is a, a, a tough nut to crack because some really sacred principles are butting heads that no one's above the law, equal justice under the law, is butting heads with this looks horrible and going forward could lead to more of the same because, again, and, and I've made this point so many times and it's finally bearing out and I should be happier than I am about it, but in, in various thinkers, including Ayn Rand, have, have, have written about the fact that when you have so many laws, so many rules, so many regulations that there is not a human being on earth who could possibly keep track of them all, you are surely in violation of something. Hence the old communist saying, show me the man, I'll show you the uh, the crime. I'll bring you a crime. Um, those two undeniable principles, I think, are really buttoned up against each other. And, and nobody has enough trust in anybody else to, to announce like King Solomon of old that, hey, I've taken a look at it. And the damage done by this would be a hell of a lot more long-term than the damage done by waiting till after the election. So we're going to wait. We're going to let the wheels of justice grind. But we're going to hold the election first. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I was listening to a National Review podcast, and they did a, uh, a survey of everybody on the podcast of, do you think the Republicans are going to uh, pass articles of impeachment? And everybody voted yes. Everybody said, yeah, that's absolutely going to happen. Because... Democrats lowered the bar about impeachment so much around Trump, particularly with that first one, that it's just a thing we do now. Which and the was Republican base demands it. Which was the concern that if you get too, you know, willy nilly with impeachments, are just going to always have them. If if the opposite opposition party controls the House, they'll impeach the current president always. Well, I'm just worried that that will happen with this. If you get Trump all mired in political stuff during a presidential campaign, then that's just going to be it going forward. Whoever's president will s- figure out a way to get their opponent mired in trial stuff. Yeah, I don't think that would last indefinitely. Uh, I, it wouldn't continue to be a successful strategy indefinitely. I think people would really get angry and cynical about it, but it could screw things up for a good people dozen years. People will get angry and cynical? Yeah. Well, people about that specifically. Angry and cynical? Yeah. So why don't we take a break and we'll come back with the curious and, well, I think it's fairly easily explained, but uh, difficult to explain uh, difference in stories between the Justice Department and Hunter Biden's lawyers about why the plea deal fell apart. And again, to me, this is all obvious. It's because they cut an unholy deal, then got found out by the judge. But what they're saying in public is pretty interesting. And I want to play another clip from the Simpsons' most recent episode, their pro-socialism episode, pro-Marxism episode. If you haven't heard this, it's amazing. Stick around. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So, big Simpsons fans in my house. Who's your favorite Simpsons character? Is it Apu or... Marge or Jasper Beardley. We just learned his name the other day. Oh, look at him, my sandals. That's a bad one. His name is Jasper Beardley. That's perfect. <laughs> Who's your favorite Simpsons character? Yours might be progressive economist Robert Reich. Wait, what? <laughs> the decline of unions, rampant corporate greed, Wall Street malfeasance, and the rise of short-sighted politics all contributed to increased economic inequality, widespread real unemployment, wage stagnation, and a lower standard of living for millions of Americans. Yeah, that's from the most recent episode of The Simpsons, which I understand. I mean, they've thrown in random people over the years in kind of funny ways. Oh, my God, it's so-and-so. But this was part of an overall episode in which they were explaining on how the middle class is getting screwed, has gone away back in the 50s. I mean, they even they talk about this. Well, I don't want to steal all of this. Here's a little bit of Elisa Simpson talking about it. All right. Thanks for the history lesson, nerds. But what does any of this have to do with me? You see, my dad's still working and I want to be just like him. I'm sure you do. But there's something else you need to learn. And my friend here is happy to teach you. Oh, you. For days, you've been dying to say something. Just spill it. You want a job like that? Too bad. So sad. You'll never have the life our Flappy Dad had. What can he do that a robot can't? Hey, Dorios taste like nuclear plants. Yo, all I need is a foot in the door, and I'll take Dad's job when he does at 44. That job you see now needs a PhD, while paying student loans leaves you in poverty. What? No brand new car. No. no fancy house. No hot dinners cooked by your stay-at-home spouse. Yeah. You're gonna pinch every dollar in Okay, that's enough. You'll still have to choose between healthcare wow. and rent from The Simpsons. 
Wow. Talking about how they they get into it. I remember that song or some other part of the episode. A lot of it's a musical about how in the 50s you could have a house and and uh, and raise kids and go to college and do all the things you wanted on one salary. And now everybody has to work and you can't get ahead and blah, 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 blah. And then Robert Reich comes on. He was the Obama's economic guy and Clinton's, and uh, he's a super lefty. Anyway, it would, he'd seriously be more comfortable in Venezuela yeah. than the United States. Actually had all these charts that they were using on The Simpsons about... How wages haven't increased, of course, completely leaving out the transfer payments of uh, taxpayer money that are included, blah, 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 all that sort of stuff. I don't want to get off on that. It's just unbelievable that The Simpsons did an episode that was, like, practically void of humor and just about economics all from one side. And then at the end, and if you already uh, saw the episode, you know this. At the end, the janitor character, who's trying to explain how awful America is and the income inequality to Bart, says, Bart says basically, what can anybody do at this point? All we can do is burn it down. Bart says, cool, and he gets out his lighter, and he goes to start a fire, and the janitor says, no, that's a metaphor. I mean, burn the system down. And that's the end of the show. Wow. The Simpsons. The Simpsons. Burn the system down. The end. Holy crap! Isn't that crazy? Jeez, I'd say. That, wow, wow. I felt it, like the, polit- the the Simpsons were mostly non-political for most of their years. Then there was yeah, some. Mostly. Then there was some, you know, like you're going to get out of anything on TV, you know, some of this or that. But uh, I mean, they made as many jokes about <laughs> Bill Clinton certainly as they made about George Bush way back in the day. But this this was just, I mean, it was beyond anything I've ever seen on any supposed entertainment show ever. Wow, I've got to watch that. Is it possible, I mean, putting aside how outrageous and dishonest it is, um, and, you know, again, I'd like to get off on the economic arguments because they're almost entirely false, but um, the, the Simpsons has already been has always been written from the point of view of, like, if there's a continuum of like radical Marxist to ultra conservative, their writers have always been like 33%, like liberal but moderate, sane liberal. Sure, which is what I expect out of all my sitcoms. Misfit Hollywood types who write jokes for a living, right? Is it possible that a third of the way on the continuum is now ultra woke neo Marxist? Because of the hard swing left of the the left, I, I was I was watching this episode with my kids, which they didn't find entertaining at all. They wanted to turn it off because it just wasn't interesting to them. A uh, bunch of economic statistics, <laughs> but yeah. uh, I I wanted to see the whole thing. I was just thinking the writers must have decided. You know what we have we have the power to get this message out and. And let's 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 do it. Let's take one episode and do it. That, that's all I could think, because they seem to abandon the idea of everything the show was a entertainment sitcom, entertainment a cartoon <laughs> a sitcom. Yeah. Really weird though, and to the point of burn down the system is the only thing you can do. Neo Marxism. Wow. wow. Well, the, the the producers and brass had to approve that too. 
Sure. I mean, the executive producers are aware of what the episodes are, or at least the you know the producers. These are such weird times, and why it's so ridiculous, by the way, that people uh, tag the Fox Television Network with the same view that they have about Sean Hannity. I mean, come on. Oh, Fox News. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? I don't know. There are so many like obvious truths that we talk about on this show that you almost never hear anywhere else. In the top five or ten is certainly that, yes, those wonderful manufacturing jobs where you could wander out of high school across the street to the Ford Motor Plant or whatever, make a nice middle-class income, buy a house, a car in the suburbs, blah, 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 grill with your friends. Europe was decimated by World War II. And wasn't manufacturing anything but buildings so they would have roofs over their heads. And it, it, in Asia was, to a large extent, either pre-industrial or decimated by World War II. So, yes, we made the cars and the toasters of the world. Everybody else was rolling around in rubble trying to find their loved ones who died. That's close to word to word what I said to my kids on a unfortunate Saturday afternoon for them when they just wanted to watch The Simpsons because I was explaining that to them. And I also said of the whole, you used to be able to have a house and a car and send your kids to college on one income. I said, you know all those houses we're looking at because we're looking at houses that are way too small for us? That's the size house everybody used to live in on their one Mm -hmm. income. And everybody, including the family I grew up in, had one car. So it was a quite different lifestyle. Well, and the idea of country X exporting toasters around the globe was utterly impractical for various logistical reasons. Now it's quite practical. You could have a big giant toaster plant in India and sell your toasters around the world in a way that was never possible in the 50s and 60s. Yeah, it's really interesting. It's yeah. the most it's the the name of the episode is called Poor House Rock. I think it's the most recent episode that the Simpsons have put out. Well, not very funny. <laughs> So the controversy, the explanation of where that Hunter Biden sweetheart plea deal came from is going to be an enormous, enormous scandal. More on that coming up in moments. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation 
by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Charles Barkley is going to have his own show on CNN with Gail King. Just saw the really? big new lineup CNN is rolling out because their ratings continue to suck. So they're redoing their entire lineup for the ninth time in five years. Good luck. Hmm. Love Chuck. Mm-hmm. We'll have to wait and see. I think the question before us as a nation, at least one of them, is did the Department of Justice ignore... Serious law-breaking yes. by Hunter Biden. Am I supposed to wait to the end of the question? Well, you're right. Um, it's up to you. Uh, and fashion a corrupt deal that was so utterly indefensible, they tried to slip it past a judge. Because people go to jail a lot for what Hunter did. And those people who went to jail probably don't have much of a sense of humor about the rich, powerful guy getting off purely because of his last name. It's clear the plea deal was called out by the judge who said, what the hell is this? And have you? is there any precedent for this sort of plea deal? The answer was, uh, no, Your Honor, uh, not that I can think of. Well, Hunter's lawyer was on yesterday, and Margaret Brennan was asking about him. About to get to that. Yeah, but mm-hmm. Margaret Brennan was asking him about that. And uh, when he and she said, "Are you calling them incompetent?" And he said, "Well, I didn't say it. You said that." But does any do you or any does anybody think that that's a possibility of how it happened? Incompetence? No way. These are some of the best legal minds that exist. Yeah, let's go ahead and, and roll thirty-five. Then we'll talk about it. Why this plea deal hit the impasse? So, if you were in court or read about what happened on July the twenty-sixth. You have to ask yourself, as you just asked me, why? And there are only a few possibilities. Remember, it were the prosecutors who this came is forward Hunter's and lawyer. asked if there was a resolution possible. They're in charge of figuring out the form, the document, and the language. They did that. And so the possibilities are only, one, they wrote something and weren't clear what they meant. Two, they knew what they meant and misstated it to counsel. Or third, they changed their view as they were standing in court in Delaware. So to answer that question, I'll ask you a question and everybody else who's paying attention. What group of experienced defense lawyers would allow their client to plead guilty 
to a misdemeanor on a Monday, keeping in mind that they knew that there could be a felony charge on a Wednesday. That wouldn't happen. Wow. Okay. That was a giant blockbuster that I don't think most people got. I almost wish we had a short version of it. Three possibilities. The prosecution didn't understand what they were agreeing to. Not a chance. Utterly ridiculous. Yeah. Two, they changed their minds? In the courtroom? No. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Or the third one was they wrote something that they couldn't admit to in public. Just to paraphrase the guy. Because I I got the, I almost want to listen to that whole thing again. Uh, Abby Lowell, who is a big, giant named high dollar Washington attorney, um, he feels like I could hear it in his voice. He feels like his reputation is at stake here. Asking, what defense attorney would plead to a misdemeanor knowing there could be a felony tomorrow? Nobody would ever do that. I would never do that. He was making it clear that the prosecutors who wrote the plea deal, the def- the defense doesn't write it, the prosecutors do, then they present it to the judge. He was making it infinitely clear without saying it. They came to this agreement, and then when the judge called them out on it, they backed off of it because well, they knew they had to. Infinitely clear to you. It was infinitely clear to me what he was suggesting. It wasn't infinitely clear to Margaret Brennan on Face the Nation, apparently, because she said, so you're saying they're incompetent? And he says, no, 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 no. Those are your words, not mine. So he was assuming that any smart person listening would take that one off the table. I mean, because that's not <laughs> what happened. You got to be more obvious for little Margaret. Come on, buddy. Roll 37, Michael. No good defense attorney, and, yeah. this, and Mr. Biden had quite a few of them, would allow somebody to do a misdemeanor on a Monday thinking that three days later there could be a felony. Are you saying that the government prosecutors are incompetent? I'm saying there's one of three possibilities. And that was one of them, and, is what you're suggesting. Uh, I wouldn't say so, I didn't use that word. You did. No, I said I did. that they changed their decision on the fly standing up in court. They changed their decision. Why? Because if they were caught publicly having made that decision, it would have gone kerblooey. Like it's going to anyway in slow motion, because you can't let a guy who's got multiple gun and tax felonies plead out to two misdemeanors and go on his merry way. Are they going to get away with being incompetent? Which everybody can be incompetent. That's not a crime or... Makes you a bad person. We all have our incompetent moments. Are they going to get away with pretending it was incompetence and not some plan to slip one by the American people? That's, I think they feel like they have to. And Abby Lowell is kicking back there because he had a deal. And I guess so at this point, the Justice Department is saying, no, we never promised Blanket immunity for everything that happened between 2000 and 2020, including foreign lobbying. Um, And Abby Lowell's like, "Uh, I wouldn't have pled out unless they did. He's calling them liars. The way he put it is they changed on the fly in the courtroom. it's, It's so obvious what happened. But again, Margaret Brennan isn't bright enough or she's so biased she can't get there. So, man, that... They made a deal they couldn't let be known publicly. 
Well, so it's going to go to trial, but it's the same situation. Hunter Biden is going to end up in a courtroom, but it's going to be the same situation as the Trump stuff. When? Like, that? the timing matters for the relevance to his dad. I mean, because if there's a trial, you just have to you start digging into stuff and following threads that don't otherwise get followed. But if there's a trial and it gets pushed back past the statute of limitations on some of this stuff, some of this stuff is going to drop away if it's if it's too long. I don't even think the trial is the significant part. I think the plea deal is the significant part. The, the The trial and the crimes have to do with Hunter Biden and his malfeasance, and he ought to get punished. He's a crackhead and a criminal. Um, but the Justice Department utterly perverting its mission to protect Hunter Biden, that's the big thing. Yeah, I don't now, think that's going to uh, stick with people. It ought to, but... When's that going to happen or how significant it'll be? I don't know. Ask the special counsel, who's the same guy who crafted the crooked plea deal. Please see my comments re-perverting the Department of Justice to protect the powerful. Same effing dude is now in charge of the investigation. Are you kidding me? And yes, put a dollar in the swear jar. It was worth it. Son of a I don't like being lied to. I really, really don't like being treated like I'm dumb as a dog. I did think if I ever got a DUI charge or any sort of problem, I want to be able to afford Hunter Biden's lawyer. He was really good. I'm sure he is. Who's paying for that? You could have, like, felony drunk driving where you plowed into a school and hurt three oh my kids. God. Hunter Biden's uh, 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 attorneys would get you to plead out to uh, misdemeanor jaywalking. Walk away with a $50 fine, proportionally speaking. I wonder what the guy costs an hour. And if who's you have to ask, him? you can't afford him. <laughs> the Biden family that made $23 million off the countries that were Joe Biden's portfolio. They can afford it. I like the fact that the, the all the I read all the quotes from all the media, different media outlets, that it's now... There's no proof that any of the money went directly to Joe Biden or no proof that he changed any policy or any of those sorts of things. They have a big, giant fund, family fund. The money goes into that and they all spend off of it. It doesn't have to go directly to him. Again, how bright do you have to be to understand this? Millions, tens of millions of dollars flow to my brother, my son, his wife, my grandkids, etc. We have a big beach house. We have fancy cars. We have a great boat. We have the best restaurants. We eat at the best restaurants. We take exotic trips. No, none of it directly got deposited in my account with receipts. What the hell do I care? I'm living that life. That's well, not that hard to understand. Mark Halpern was actually making the point in his newsletter that at that point in life, when you're already wealthy, like Joe Biden is an 80-year-old, if you're trying to make more money, it's for the extended family. It's not for you. You don't need more money. What are you going to do with it at that point? So it going into the family fund is the whole point. And you love like a king. Everybody wins. Yeah, well, I was just looking at the vacation pictures. They're at the giant beach house on the beach in the sand, and it's all the extended family there. Yeah. All it's simple. Checks. They love each other. <laughs> all those checks that went into all those LLCs for wives and cousins and grandkids and all those different. Yeah, it all for the good work they did for Ukrainian oligarchs. What? <laughs> but 
as uh, as uh, to mention the same name again, just because he's the one who wrote it. Mark Mark Halpern did write over the weekend. Um, this happens all the time. This oh, is yeah. what they all do, both parties regularly, and it's been going on for years. And he said everybody's focused on the family stuff. All your aides. All your various different, you know, your chief of staff or whatever, they do the same thing where they, you know, you get them on the phone at the restaurant because you're with some clients or whatever. They all do it. Not a joke. Sure. You're always talking about how the richest counties in America are right there all around Washington, D.C. That's part of the whole thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And again, Hunter ought to be brought to justice just for the obvious reasons, but the Justice Department utterly covering up crimes and giving a sweetheart deal to the powerful we can't have that no that's pretty uncool i don't know if there'll ever be a reckoning around this we will finish strong next armstrong and getty the armstrong and getty show it's too good not to share I think Barbie is going to change the world. We will think of life as BB-AB, before Barbie, after Barbie. Barbie is a superhero movie, but she is more powerful than Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, etc. She even takes down the greatest movie of all time, The Godfather, as a movie men feel compelled to mansplain to women. Here, Barbie is staying set aside Godfather. There is now something newer, bigger, and much more profound and important to talk about. I have not paid to see a movie twice since Star Wars. I'm already planning to go see Barbie again next week. Woe is the man who cannot admire, respect, and honor Barbie. All the king's horses and all the king's men will never put Barbie back in her box again. There you go. That is a guy reading his dad's review of Barbie. Hmm. Wow. Well, I haven't seen it. It's tough to comment on movies you haven't seen. That's nah, not. It's easy. Well, it's easy to do. It's hard to do accurately. <laughs> I should say that. By the way, we got this text. Found you on a Houston station in the middle of the night. Now I listen to you uh, in the morning. Great show. You seem to always discuss our crazy news cycle, inform your viewers, et cetera, et cetera. Nice things about us. Um, but Thank now you. in Houston, Texas, so I'm so glad to have discovered Armstrong and Getty. A new listener. We got a new listener. Somebody ring a bell. It's like when you're at a restaurant and there's a tip. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding. We got a new listener in Houston. My brother was Fantastic. texting me. He was listening. Our, we're on at a new time in Wichita. So expanding, growing across America. What Howdy, we, everyone. 55 stations? Something like that. Anyway. Yeah, something like that. And it's an list. honor and a pleasure to be on uh, each and every one of them. Thank you for listening. I mentioned earlier it would be depressing to be running against Donald Trump as one of the 4% candidates out there in Iowa over the weekend. Dan Balls of the Washington Post wrote, well, actually, this is from the uh, uh, Reuters in Des Moines. Similar uh, take, though. As Florida Governor Ron DeSantis flipped pork chops in front of the cameras at the Iowa State Fair on Saturday, a plane appeared in the broiling blue sky. It was Donald Trump's Boeing 757 private jet. It circled the fairgrounds and thousands in the crowd looked up and went wild, cheering for the Republican former president. An hour later, Trump arrived in a motorcade from nearby Des Moines to a rock star reception, stealing DeSantis's thunder and reducing his nearest rival for the Republican presidential nomination to a bit part player at one of the biggest political events on the U.S. political calendar. Hmm. That is tough. So skillfully flipping pork chops doesn't measure up to a guy circling the fair in his 737 with his name on the side and an American flag. So I saw the picture of Ron DeSantis riding the bumper cars, doing all the things you're supposed to do. Nikki Haley next to the butter cow. 
They're all doing that. And Trump didn't do any of those things. <laughs> and still had by far the biggest crowd. What are you going to do? It's devastating. There's no spinning that. This is the Dan... It's the big man and a bunch of small people. This is the Dan Ball's Washington Post thing. DeSantis drew a more than respectable crowd of people while speaking with Governor Reynolds and flipping pork chops. The crowd Trump drew at the pork pavilion, however, swamped what DeSantis experienced in both size and energy. I'm a DeSantis fan. I think he's a better candidate than he's coming off as. Or a better governor slash thinker slash policy guy slash potential uh, president than he's coming off as. On the other hand, if Trump's over there doing his thing, don't you have to wander over and watch him do his thing? Well, yeah, I I definitely think he's a better uh, executive or whatever you'd call it, administrator of government. Then he's coming off of, but yeah, yeah, but he's not a better candidate than he's coming off as. That's kind of a, um, a Rubik's. That's a difficult phrase, a, right? It's better. like an old boss of ours once said. Uh, I think Howard Stern is overrated. We're like, no, he's literally rated. There are ratings to rate him. Right. He can't be overrated. You can't come off as a worse politician than you are. Yeah, he might be. You you might not like him, but uh, well, Trump is the consummate entertainer, and uh, and it's. uh, I wish I had it handy. Uh, There are a couple things. Number one, they've been saying since Bill Clinton was president, we elect game show hosts. Well, this time it's literally true. And the idea of the emotive presidency, the president that just says the stuff I want to say. You combine those two things, how are you gonna have, how are you gonna beat Trump? If you're Nikki Haley in the tent with your two percent Trump rolls and your up, butter cow. How do you not just put down your spatula, take off your apron, and walk to your car? <laughs> Flip your own pork chops, I'm out of here. Check your clock, it's time to stop. Jack and Joe, they've gotta go. And if they don't, you can they'll be back tomorrow. Here's your host for final thoughts, Joe Getty. It's an awesome responsibility, but I accept it. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew, starting with our technical director, Michelangelo. Michael? Yeah, instead of these political uh, Simpsons episodes, check out the earlier episodes. I recommend Flaming Moe's when Aerosmith uh, joins you know, in the bar with Moe. That's a very funny episode. Yes. And I Love Lisa, the Valentine's Day episode, Aww. when Ralph falls in love with Lisa. It's right. hilarious. I choo-choo-choose you. Yep. Choo-choo-choose me. Ah, our esteemed newswoman, Katie Green, has a final thought. Katie, go ahead. I've lost tolerance for the human race. We went to the zoo this weekend, and a child, maybe two years old, standing right next to me, let out the screamiest of screams. And my reaction, with right in front of the mother, I went, ugh. (laughs) 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 Yeah. I'll have to uh, tell you the story of when I chewed out a kid at uh, Arlington National (laughs) Cemetery one day. On that theme. Jack, a final thought for us? I'm wearing a t-shirt that says permanently tired. I bought it at Walmart. Man, cheap t-shirts are cheap. They are one, they don't cost much. Two, they're so poorly made. They're like wow. tissue paper. They, they they barely even make it to your car before you get a hole in them. It used to be you could trust a Chinese slave laborer to put together a decent t-shirt. I don't know where their standards have gone. <laughs> 
Uh, there's, I have a final thought. I'll, I'll share it with you tomorrow. We're, we're out of time, folks. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people thought, thank, hmm, thanks so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. The hot links are there. Fabulous. Drop us an email. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. If there's something we ought to be talking about, send it along. We will see you tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. It's outrageous. It is balder and dash. <laughs> I'm so grotesque. It's true. <laughs> that is that is absolutely 100% untrue. You think no. you're smart? You think you're funny? No, you're, you're not. You think you're funny. It is downright laughable. Yeah, about it. Okay. So let's go out with a bang. When the president calls his son every day and it goes on the speakerphone, that is not an offense. That is nothing other than a loving father. On that high note, thank you all very much. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.